Hey, welcome to the Engage Network podcast. We're so happy to have you join us today. Why don't we dive into another incredible, life-changing message? I want to start us off with reading from, the, from Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 15, if you want to put that up on the board. Uh, let's read this uh, with open hearts and open minds. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in the human body. We could preach all this on that. Let's keep going. No, we're not going to. You can move on. <laughs> so you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised. I don't know why it's in quotations. Uh, that's fine. But not by a physical procedure. That's why, just so you know. <laughs> Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins, because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, with Christ, not separate from Christ, for he forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. This is preaching itself right here. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. So I'll just pray quickly because I feel like we need to after a text like that. Uh, God, thank you so much for that truth. Without that truth, uh, none of us would be here together. and None of us would be redeemed. None of us would be able to approach you freely follow you one step at a time and walk with you freely. So God, I pray that this, your word would open our hearts and open our minds so we would be changed and would leave this place not the same as when we first came. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Uh, I'm gonna start off with asking a question. Do you remember a time where you would exchange gifts or were given something? Christmas obviously comes to mind, unless you're Jehovah's Witness, but none of you guys are because you're here. (laughs) Uh, or, or your birthday, all you did was, well, your mom did all the work. That's what they always say, right? It wasn't the husband. It was, he just kind of hung out and put up with her or loved her. That's the proper way to put it. Or getting a graduation present when you finish high school, which I'm sure all of you did because we're in the 21st century. It's 2020. Let's, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> or just a random act of generosity where you're friends with someone who is just like, I want to give you this. And, you know, the one thing, and I remember the greatest gift besides Jesus that I received was my car, my current car. Uh, I got it three years ago, and this is how it happened. I started first year Vanguard, and what happened was uh, my car that I started with died. It uh, had like two vacuum seal leaks somewhere in the car, and I paid not enough to bother to fix it. So I had to go looking for another car. And the church I was at before, what they did is uh, I knew this guy, his name is Wayne. He's I probably should have invited him to this, actually. That would have been a nice thing to do. Uh, <laughs> but it's a uh, shout-out to Wayne. <laughs> he's a good guy. Uh, and what he did, he's a me- been a mechanic for about over 40 years. Uh, he kind of took a liking to me, 
It was, it was pretty great. Uh, we did. I don't. I have. A, I saw him at the grocery store actually, and he kind of was like, "So you're living on your own now, eh?" <laughs> oh yeah, should have told you that. Oops. And uh, and uh, well, what he did is he got the guys at this church together to pay for my a car for me. They were gonna actually front all the money. I pick a car. Okay, this is what what you're getting. We'll pay for it with a with a limit. Uh, they weren't crazy. Uh, <laughs> and you know the greatest part about this gift was I literally had to do nothing to receive it. Uh, I didn't, um, if I broke a speeding, if I got a speeding ticket, I wouldn't lose the car. It wouldn't be like, ah, too bad, I'll take that back. (laughs) You didn't perform. It's a Nissan, get over it, but that's... (laughs) Uh, And I also didn't feel an obligation to do more. I didn't feel like, oh, I got to show them how... Uh, I am as a driver, I need to earn, earn their respect, which is weird because they already respected me enough to pay for a car for me. Uh, young Gavin was weird. Was, is, will be, forever will be weird. And, and the crazy part is, is I had next to no money to pay for the car. So they were so generous and just gave it to me. And just to like summarize that, I had nothing to do, I could do nothing to receive this car before I got it and even after I was given it. Now, just like the Church of Colossae, this is not just like they weren't worshiping cars then. They probably were like, whoa, you, can, you have a Mercedes. <laughs> That's pro- that probably would blow their mind if you think about it. And what they believed was there's a whole plethora of gods. Uh, Ashley talked about it this morning. And what you had to do to get close to that god of your choice, it wasn't one. Not like us. We're monotheistic. That's the big $10 word. You can uh, not ask me to pay you for it. And that's... Uh, anyways, and what you would do is you would have to perform rituals, not necessarily Jewish, although I'm sure that happened because that was very common, or you'd have to wear certain kinds of jewelry, or you would have to wash yourself, wash your hands, folks. It's not a ritual thing. It's just, it's just a nice thing to do. Yes, uh, someone's probably re- re- feeling revival in their heart because I said that. Um, but they, they had to do something to get close to this God, that God was just off in the distance, Come to me with all your uh, uh, heavy works and uh, ladles. Or is it laden? I don't know. Anyways, uh, here's a question to follow up with that. Do, do you know what we had to do to receive Christ? Could you put up uh, verse, verse 6, 2 verse 6, Colossians? Yes. Now, uh, in the ESV, it actually says, uh, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. As you received him. Now, think about it. Did, what did we do to receive Christ. Nothing. Well, I hope. Uh, I, I can only emphasize enough that I'm going to die on this stage, I tell you. Uh, we could do absolutely nothing. Nothing. Uh, are you hearing me? Nothing. Say nothing. nothing. You didn't listen to me. What are you? T- <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so take a look at this. And now, as we accepted Christ... I'll read from the ESV because that's what I had this prepared in. As we received Christ Jesus the Lord freely, didn't do anything, in the beginning he created us and we disobeyed. He was like, I'm going to eat this fruit because the snake was like, hey, Jesus didn't, God didn't actually, same thing. God didn't say that. And that Adam's like, all right, she's cute. I'll follow with her. And then here we are today. That's, uh, that's my version of uh, the fall. And, and what happened is, what that was, that was a big deal. And I just made a joke about it. <laughs> 
good for me. Uh, <laughs> and what this was was essentially, okay, I love these people. I'm in a, I want to be a, in a relationship with Adam and Eve. And we were, they were made from the dirt. Well, Eve was made from the rib of dirt, so the same thing. And what did they do? They disobeyed God, essentially spat in his face, and were like, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. That's how this whole thing started. That's how what brought us, brings us to today, kind of. I'll get there. And throughout the entirety, this is Jesus watching us also rebel, watching Israel be like, hey, I saw the pillar of fire, but I want pomegranates. Not even, like, paraphrasing. Like, that's actually what they said. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know how people do this every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> But the crazy thing is, is we, Jesus also stepped down. He gave up all of his rights as God and like being at the right hand of God. And was like, I'm going to step down into these, this culture that rebels against me continually. I'm going to take on, not sin, but take on a physical body and endure temptation that we could only fathom. Did you know that? He, he, it wasn't just like the temptation of the desert. When you go to Jesus talking to Peter in Matthew chapter 16, it's... Uh, Get behind me, Satan, for your stumbling block to me. Because he was, tem- he was tempted in the Garden of Gethsemane to not go to the cross. Yeah, like the temptation didn't stop at the, at, the, at the wilderness. And what's he doing? Continually walking. And like, I know, I know these are the people I created. This is, they started at dirt and now we're here. And it's, I'm going to be mocked. I'm going to get spat on. I'm going to get cut up by them. But I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to, like, they're literally doing everything against me, but I'm going to keep going. This is a gift I have to give, and I need to do it to be in a relationship with them. And just as we freely received Christ, we didn't do anything for him to do that. He could have just ended it all. And we don't have to be concerned that he won't draw near. He's not some God that was out in the distance. He actually came physically to die for us. Didn't send some... Random prophet, though we did, to point towards him coming. Okay? Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense, but does that make sense? You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Why? Why? So this is, this is the whole point of what I'm trying to... If you can walk away with one thing, it's, it's this. Not only can we follow Jesus... What church is this? Isn't this in, what? We follow Jesus. There we go. But we can walk freely with Jesus every step at a time. Did you hear that? Well, not only can we follow Jesus one step at a time, we get the opportunity to walk freely with Jesus every step at a time, just as we received him. And that is the key difference between the church of Colossae, the, sorry, the culture of Colossae and their gods and our God. Our God didn't have to, we didn't have to do anything for him to come. He came out of his abundant love and grace for us. It didn't come because I decided to wash my hands a different way. As trivial as that sounds, they took this seriously. Also, took on human flesh, took on the temptations that we deal with, took on the, the colds that we dealt with. Move on from that. <laughs> well, listen, Jesus, in whom the fullness of deity dwells, came to us. Not only did he dwell with us and endure every temptation that we could ever face, and not only did he get rejected by people he came to save, but took our place on the cross. You know what I'm doing here? I'm literally quoting and expanding on what we just read at the beginning. Uh, the perfect son of God not only stepped down into the world he created, but he also died for the sin we committed. 
I'll say that again. The perfect son of God not only stepped down into the world he created, come on somebody, but he also died for the sin that we committed. So can we read through that all over again? Start at verse 6 and just work our way through. And just think about this. You think about everything I've said up to this point. Now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. We freely received him. We freely walk in him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught. Give him freely as well. And you will overflow with thankfulness. I, who's feeling thankful right now for what Jesus did? Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies, high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world. Everything that says you have to be better to make amends to God, it doesn't matter. That's rather from Christ, than from Christ. That's what Christ does. For in Christ, listen, you could say that your, your, uh, your job position is great and it makes you uh, a front-runner for the kingdom of God. You, you could say that, oh, look, I haven't murdered anyone. You, could say, you can puff yourself up, but it's not because of that. It's because in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Next. So also you are complete. Nothing I do makes me more complete than how Jesus makes me complete. Because of our union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. I'm not saying fight the government, but I'm just saying he put them in place. So respect God through respecting God. Anyways, that's another sermon. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Thank goodness. Uh, I'm just saying, Joshua, Israelites... Not even going to get into that. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, which is probably arguably more painful, just saying. The cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. When we accepted him, we died with him. Notice I'm saying with. Notice how the Bible says with. And with him, with, you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Trust. Not a necklace. Trust, not, not a good joke, as much as I'd love to be good at jokes. <laughs> that was really bad. That was really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were dead because of your sins. Were, were dead. And because your sinful nature was not yet cut away, then God, one of my, one of my second favorite, along with the but God, then God, because of God, he made us, not just me, not the guy up here, made us alive with Christ, for he forgave all our sins. Not the guy that we spat in the face of. The creatures of the dirt spat in the face of this guy, and he died for us. Can you, get, can you believe it? He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. That was us doing that. We nailed him to the cross. He could have just said, no, not my will, but your will be done, Jesus said to the Father in prayer, just saying. In this way, he disarms the spiritual rulers and authorities. We're no longer under condemnation, but under sanctification, redemption, justification, right standing with God. That's what we're under right now. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Okay, that's weird. I'm just realizing this now. He shamed them by being bruised and beaten and bleeding to death. That's the power of our God. That's the power of our God. And that is that's the last verse, but... The benefit, of just thinking of all this, not only, and this is what I'm going to finish with saying, and actually finish saying this, so take notes, Pastor Jeremy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
Do you want me to take longer? <laughs> Not only can we follow Jesus one step at a time, but we can walk freely with Jesus every step at a time. Isn't God good? Come on. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Engaged Church or continue your relationship with Jesus, head to engagechurch.ca. We'll see you next week.